Hello, welcome to Momming on the Go. This is Rachel. The other Saturday, my husband and I were getting ready for the day when one of our daughters came into our room. There's someone at the door. My husband went and answered it. Apparently, the man at our door thought we should know about the small child perched on top of the cab of the truck in our driveway. What? I didn't even know I needed to be worried about where Oren was. I thought he was inside playing with his sisters. The next day, Greta came racing inside as we cleaned up breakfast. Oren is running down the sidewalk away from our house. Who knew our house was so unpopular? A few months ago, Oren figured out how to open our back door. About a month ago, he discovered that if he dragged a chair over to our back gate, he could open the gate. Our gate and fence by our driveway are six feet tall and wooden. We have now invested in a carabiner that he has not yet figured out how to open, and so the gate remains shut. My kitchen sink window has a perfect view of this back gate, and sometimes, when I am washing dishes, I see him drag a chair over to the gate and try to open the gate. When he discovers it is locked, he will either keep trying or start wailing. Another part of our fence is a four-foot chain-link fence. The other day, when he discovered the gate was locked, he went over to this fence and started climbing it. Thankfully for me, the top is pokey and there are plenty of trees and therefore tree branches by this part of the fence, so this attempt was also thwarted. We have fences to keep our kids safe and to keep our dogs in. But right now, the fences keep Oren safe. Even though there is a significant speed bump by our house, Cars still go flying down the road. We see people paying attention to things besides the road while they drive. And so the backyard remains a safer place to play the majority of the time. Most of the time, I view his escape attempts as negative. But as I watched him try to figure out the lock, I had this realization that there was a positive aspect of what he was doing. He knows there is something good outside the fence. He has tasted the freedom of the front and known the added benefits that come in the front yard. He is doing what he can to get to the place he loves. One of the verses I have written on the walls of my house is John 10:10b in the NASB. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Jesus came so I could have life, both eternal and here on this earth. He wants me to live in fullness of joy with him right now, which you can read about in Psalm 1611. Sometimes I just sit back where I am because it is comfortable. Like when I wake up early to read my Bible and have a quiet time with God, and then decide that sleeping in my bed is a better option. Now sleeping is a good thing. God created us to need it. But when I wake up and then decide to keep sleeping, I miss out on that early morning quality time with God. I never regret spending time with him early in the morning, and it fills my soul with joy all day. A few podcasts ago, my grandma did speak about this. If you haven't listened to it, you should. It's episode 22. She spends as much time as she can reading her Bible. If you saw her Bible, you would know how well loved it is. My grandma also said that there are times in your life you can't read your Bible as much, 
like when you have younger children who need more of your attention. She said, don't get down on yourself if you can't read it as much. Read it as much as you can, but God understands what is going on in your life and understands that a lot now is different than a lot might look like later on. That's my paraphrase of what she said. God is always near at hand. Psalm 145.18 in the NASB, The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. Psalm 73.28, also in the NASB, But as for me, the nearness of God is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. James 4.8a in the ESV, Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. I love all these verses that talk about God being near to me. They remind me that God loves me, and he cares about me. My life is so much better and more rich when I get to know him, when I acknowledge him throughout the day, and then when I step out in faith doing what I know he has told me to do. He is still with me when I am lazy and sit back because I do love him, and he has promised to never leave me, but I am so much closer to him when I am actively seeking him and doing his will. So how does this encourage you? First, know that God is near at hand. He is not far away from you. He loves you. He wants to be close to you. And as it says in Psalm 73, 28, God's nearness is my good. Your life, while it still might be challenging, is more full with him in it. He brings peace and joy. Second, those days you keep sleeping instead of getting up, don't shame yourself about it all day. You don't have to wait until tomorrow morning to spend time with God. And tomorrow is always a new day, fresh with no mistakes in it, as Miss Stacy and Anne of Green Gables liked to say. Walk forward knowing God has grace for you. When you draw near to him, when you confess your shortcomings and accept his forgiveness and grace, he will always draw near to you. Oren knows at least part of his best life when my husband or I are with him through that locked gate in the front yard. We too can know our best life when we go with God into the full life he has planned for us, wherever that may be. John 10, 10b, NASB version. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. Thank you for listening to Momming on the Go.